Here's today's federal newscast. The Trump administration is touting the amount of federal regulations it was able to cut in 2017. Naomi Rao, the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs Administrator, says last fiscal year marked the first time the federal government kept the total cost of federal agency regulations below zero. Rao says agencies saved over $8 billion in costs, or about $570 billion per year. The Office of Special Counsel wants answers from the Veterans Affairs Department over a whistleblower complaint about its organ transplant procedures. VA hospital nurse Jamie McBride told OSC that due to the limited number of VA facilities that handle transplants, patients must often relocate for months at a time to receive treatment. McBride also said delays in communication between VA medical centers and transplant center result in delays for medical care. A new online tool from VA and the Defense Department aims to help vets with upgrading the conditions of their discharge. It offers guidance on new policies from the Pentagon that could be confusing. DOD says the tool gives vets a few simple questions and then refers them to the forms they need to fill out. U.S. service members serving overseas are accustomed to following strict orders to keep their locations and missions secret, but many of them may have inadvertently violated operational security rules with the devices they wear on their wrists. At issue is a fitness-focused social networking platform called Strava, which subscribers use to share data from their workouts using devices like Fitbits. The company recently built a worldwide interactive map showing hotspots of its users' activity. But as the Washington Post first reported yesterday, an Australian security researcher found the map clearly shows hotspots in around foreign military bases, some of which the U.S. military has disclosed and some of which it hasn't. The Pentagon says it's still exploring the implications of the data. Jaron Serbu, Federal News Radio. The EPA will go to court to end a gag order on negotiations over its largest Superfund cleanup site. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Administrator Scott Pruitt says the agency's goal is to have the Butt Hill, Montana mining site finished by 2024. Twelve years of negotiations among EPA, state and local officials, and Atlantic Richfield Company have been conducted in secret because of a federal court order. With final agreement on the cleanup, EPA officials say they want residents to know the details. But Hill's been on the Superfund site list since 1983. I'm Tom Temin. The Partnership for Public Service releases the full best places to work in federal government rankings. After six consecutive years of declining employee engagement scores, the Homeland Security Department improves by six points. Deputy Secretary Elaine Duke says listening tours and a focus on leadership contributed to DHS's improvement in 2017. The partnership looked at federal employee viewpoints point survey results for 410 agencies and subcomponents in 2017. The full results are late this year. The partnership says the Office of Personnel Management didn't share the full data set until mid-December. Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee Ranking Member Claire McCaskill wants more information on DHS's passback with the Office of Management and Budget. McCaskill specifically wants to know why OMB is proposing a pay freeze for civilian employees next year and if DHS believes a freeze would impact the agency's ability to attract and retain top talent. The preliminary passback shows wide discrepancies between DHS's own request and OMB's plans for the upcoming 2019 budget. McCaskill's office received the document from a whistleblower. More than one year into the Trump administration, a federal chief information officer has finally arrived. President Donald Trump announces his intent to appoint Suzette Kent to be the administrator in the Office of Electronic Government and the Office of Management and Budget. While the president didn't call it the title federal CIO, for all intent and purposes, that is the role Kent would fill. Kent will come to OMB from Ernst & Young, where she has been a principal in the Financial Services Office for the last two plus years. 
She has also worked at J.P. Morgan Chase and Accenture in the financial services sector. She replaces Tony Scott, who served as federal CIO for the final two years of the Obama administration. I'm Jason Miller. And the Senate confirms R.D. James to head the Army Corps of Engineers by a vote of 89 to 1. James is a graduate of the University of Kentucky. He was appointed to serve on the Mississippi River Commission by President Ronald Reagan and held that position for 36 years. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.